Some disclaimers. Many of the systems and system components described here harness potential energy which may be accidentally or inadvertently released if they are not well understood. This includes mechanical, electrical, or chemical energy, which may cause harm to people, the environment, and property. With this in mind, you should not attempt any installation or manufacture that requires qualified knowledge without acquiring such knowledge. Much of this qualified knowledge requires testing and licensing by your municipality, city, state, or nation to ensure you possess such knowledge. Alternatively, it is highly recommended to have someone with such qualified knowledge or license perform the work which requires it. Licensing requirements may be stipulated by laws in your area. Licensed work may include some gas line and equipment work, structural and construction work, and electrical work. Generally speaking, the larger the extent of the work in size and resource requirements, the more skill and knowledge will be needed, which may require qualified, professional, or licensed labor. Having said this, I am an advocate for self-help, which is why part of the title of this book is Off the Grid. And, I believe it possible, for most people, to attain a level of knowledge and skill enough to do most of the work described in this book, which stays at the residential level. For example, after gaining the necessary knowledge and skill, an endeavor easily achievable in a few months, I believe most people may build a completely safe residential home from the ground up, one which meets all relevant construction codes and requirements. Of course, when doing any type of work that is exceedingly difficult, outside qualified, affordable, and honest help is recommended. As I write this book, I am living in a house divided. Part of it is on the grid, and part of it is off the grid. As much as I have been ready to give the power company the finger and tell them to come get their meter, I have not done so yet. As you'll read in the part two of this book, there may be limitations to getting off the grid, many originating from loved ones you live with. Truth is, I cannot afford to get my current entire house, as it is equipped and wired, off the grid and have it run. And, some in my household do not want to be off the grid, out of fear and concerns for discomfort and legal retribution from authorities. Some people, don't want to get off the grid, unless their house runs the exact way it does when on the grid, with all house air conditioning, and steaming hot running water, etc. It is like they don't want to make any concessions. And, this is my current situation. I currently have solar panels and battery systems running interior lights and office and entertainment equipment, and I do most of my cooking using LP gas. And, I can claim I am about 50% off the grid, as I still reluctantly use water heat, refrigeration, some cooking, and air conditioning from the grid. I have kept a close watch on the energy the electric company claims I use. I say claims, because I very much doubt this is true. For example, I have been charged four double the energy used for the same month under almost identical conditions for several years at this home. And, I have done tests where I purposely use very little electrical energy, yet I get among the highest bills for that month. These and other obvious discrepancies have occurred to me repeatedly with four different electrical companies and four different municipalities, including electrical services from Florida Power and Light, Flint Energies, Alabama Power, and most recently Georgia Power. Between 2012 and 2018, 
I was very close to completely pulling the plug. During this time, I rarely ran my grid-connected air conditioner during the day, I had a liquid propane gas, LPG, cooking range, I used an LPG clothes dryer, and I had a running 3000 watts of solar energy with a battery bank system. Furthermore, I was constantly feeding about 300 watts of energy to the utility grid during the day, using grid-connected solar equipment. These measures should have offset, or replaced, the energy I used from the electric company by at least 50%. But, to no avail, the electric company not only continued to charge me about the same amount in each monthly bill, but I noticed a sharp increase in energy charges during the last few years of that time period. In 2018, I moved to another home. With frustration and lost hope in the system, I did not install solar panels or invested in other electricity saving systems for over two years. I figured that even if I took many energy saving steps, I would not be rewarded for them by the electric company. And, I had years of experience and data to support this feeling. I realized that, in this area, remaining connected to the electrical grid and trying to save energy was a zero-sum game, it just made me spend more money to save little or nothing, at times even pay more. So, I decided the best way to save energy and money was to abandon the grid, and stop supporting it and paying for it. I realized the grid really does not care, and does not want you to save energy. The grid only wants you to keep paying, and pay more. And, you pay more by using more energy, that's how they grow and make profits. After calming my frustration and settling on the fact that I was alone in this fight, I began my unshakable quest to get off the grid and stay off the grid. I began to put my experiences and data together, and ramped up my research on the practices and tactics of the grid. At the same time, a relatively new and growing technology was advancing, electric vehicles, EVs. And, the EV industry were rapidly advancing the technology at the heart of the off-grid systems, lithium batteries. Also, during this time, solar technologies became more affordable and popular. The pandemic years of 2019 to 2022 actually presided over a boom in commercial solar energy installation and use. I personally worked in a solar farm mega project during 2019 and 2020. Three other large solar projects were built, in my immediate area alone, in middle Georgia after 2020. With more capable, reliable, and affordable solar panels and off-grid batteries, I once again was encouraged to pick up where I left off and continue my plans to completely get off the grid. I learned about the efforts the big electric companies were making to own solar and to, simultaneously, thwart rooftop residential solar installations. This solidified my conviction that the grid was against me and everyone that pays into it. These malicious efforts extended far beyond the electric grid. I began to learn that the water service, communication services, and food services followed the same abusive trend of thwarting change and ever-raising profits. These companies were largely for-profit entities that were taking advantage of your deep dependence on them. I began to see that this dependence was largely fabricated and had been passed down to me immediately after I began to work at the age of 16. I call this situation forcible service, and it has been the case for most people living in modern communities, towns, and cities for at least three generations. Again, I now live partially off the electrical grid, 
and I am taking steps of this long formulated plan to 1. Get completely off the electric grid, 2. Mostly off the water grid, and 3. To a good extent, get off the food and communications grid. Numerically put, 100%, 75%, 50%, and 50%, respectively. I plan, in the near future, to have no electricity bill, no water services bill, make half or less of my current supermarket purchases, and pay very little for communications. In summary, living in this house divided, with much guilt I admit that, I still have the following on utility electrical energy, central air conditioning, most of my cooked meals, and heated water. Apart from that all else I do, is off the electric grid. This book, is my road map to my off-the-grid goals, some of which I have achieved, others are remaining in my to-do list. As you may deduce, many of my off-grid goals have developed from sour experiences with the grid, others have come from my wishes of freedom and to help the environment. Over the last 10 years, I have installed, tested, and experimented with several on- and off-grid alternative technologies. I have worked with solar energy equipment, many types of batteries, wind turbines, heat collectors, solar cookers, and several LPG-powered appliances. And, I can tell you that there are enough free and affordable options to be off the grid comfortably, reliably, and safely. The technologies are here and ready to do this. Solar efficiencies are high, and battery reliability is too. EVs are more affordable, and alternative lifestyles are more popular. Yes, you have to be resourceful and efficient, and let go of the unnecessary wasteful comforts you have been forced to accept as normal. I am living off the grid, I will continue to aggressively expand on it, and so can you and just about anyone else in their own way. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please look for the next episode soon. And, please ensure you share this with your friends and family. And, please like this content, and subscribe, as a sign of support, and for me to continue to provide this type of content to more people like you. By Hector Vladimir. June, 2023. Georgia, USA.